series would be a blessing to you. We are starting this series called Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate. One of the things that I found to be a blessing to me is the joy of looking at biblical characters. So we just take a little glimpse into the life of this brother, even though we only have a little bit written about this brother. But what heaven has accounted for us about the life of this brother is worth gleaning from. So I'm praying that you and I will find one lesson or another to take from the life of Epaphroditus. Perhaps you are asking who is Epaphroditus. Anyway, we will get to know him very briefly. Do you want to send this out to your friends and loved ones? And so let's get into knowing Epaphroditus, a brother you and I can emulate. Remember that if there is any need for you to contact us, our website is www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and the number to contact us on our WhatsApp or text or whatsoever is plus 447944398415. So, Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate. As we begin this series, may I just let you know that this is going to run for the next five days. It's a five-day series. So I'm praying that we find this blessing. I don't know, is that for the next five days or for the next four days? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. It's a five-day series. So today, I want to talk to you on Introduction to the Philippians Church. The church in Philippi or the Philippian church was the church Paul himself planted, so to say, when he had this Macedonia call. I'm not sure if you have read that in Acts chapter 16, when there was a call from Macedonia in a vision, he had a man from Macedonia asking him to come. And when he traveled down to Macedonia with his team, while at Philippi, he went, he met these women praying by the riverside and the bible talk of a woman who was a seller of purple lydia whose heart the lord opened and he gave and she gave her life to the lord and there and there the fellowship started in the house of lydia that even after paul was imprisoned in that same city of philippi when he was released from prison, he went back to comfort the brethren in the household of Lydia, the church there. So, Philippia was that church that started in that Acts chapter 16. And we are reading about them later on in Paul's epistle to the Philippians. So, the book of Philippians itself, the epistle of Philippians, is one of Paul's prison epistles. He wrote it while under house arrest in Rome and then he sent it to the Philippians through the hand of Epaphroditus, the brother we are taking a little glimpse from his life. The Philippians encouraged the, themselves to, the, Paul encouraged the Philippians, Paul encouraged the Philippians church to be joyful in all season even as he poured was even though in a prison. The major theme of the book of Philippians is finding joy in our situation because Christ himself is the source of our joy, isn't it? 
uh, the Epaphroditus, the brother that we shall be considering in this series, comes from the church in Philippi. So, by the grace of God, we'll be learning one or two things from his life. So, that's just a brief introduction to the book of Philippi and the church in Philippi. Let me just read a few verses from the book of Philippians itself. So let us read the book of Philippians, a few verses, before I close this short episode for today. The New King James Version, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 9. These are notable verses from the book of Philippians. As I read, if you are a student of the Bible, you will recognize these verses that I will be reading. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 9 says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who be in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and gave him the name which is above every name. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for, for his good pleasure. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 and 11 and verse 13 to 14 That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to this resurrection from the dead. 13 and 14 now. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal to the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4 Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, Rejoice. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, And if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Philippians 4, 11 to 13. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4 verse 18 Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full. Having received from Epaphroditus the thing sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And the last verse that I'll be reading, Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen.
back again to the Women in Revival podcast and particularly to this series that we are considering the life of a silent brother in the Bible, yet his life speaks volume. We are looking at Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate. Yesterday, we did a brief introduction into the book of Philippians and we read a few verses also, some notable verses from the book of Philippians. If you missed yesterday's episode, go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk So, as we continue this series, Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate. You know, some of us may be wondering, what is the meaning of the word emulate? And I want us to look at it very quickly. From the Noah Webster's 1828 dictionary, the word emulate is defined as to strive to equal or excel in qualities or actions. It is to imitate. So that is another word for emulate. So we are considering Epaphroditus a brother to imitate, a brother to view, to equal or excel, a brother to learn from. So a distinguished brother is Epaphroditus and we want to see what can we emulate, what can we imitate from the life of brother Epaphroditus. Brother Paul was the one who said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So what can we learn from the life of this dear brother? So today we are considering who is Epaphroditus. Yesterday we took a brief look at the Philippians church and the book itself. We just talked a little bit about it. So today let us look at who Epaphroditus is. Now the name Epaphroditus I'm told that it belongs to Aphrodite, means belonging to Aphrodite. So Epaphroditus means belonging to Aphrodite. Probably he was a brother from um, an idolatry background. He was, remember, he's a Greek brother. So remember, he's from Philippi. So, and his name reflects the culture, the nation which he hailed from. So, brother Epaphroditus was the Philippian church's envoy to assist brother Paul when he was in prison in Rome and Paul later referred to Epaphroditus in his epistle to the Philippians as his brother he says he is my brother and fellow worker and fellow soldier and your messenger and minister to my need I love those words my brother my fellow worker, a fellow soldier, your messenger, minister to my need. So Epaphroditus was a dear brother, he was a fellow worker with brother Paul, he was a soldier of the cross, he was a messenger and he was a minister to the need of brother Paul. So he was a servant, he served brother Paul and he ministered to his need. So let us see what can we imitate from his life. What resemblance can be ours from his life? I'm just going to read from the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verses 25 to 30. I may consider other translations if need be. Yet I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, 
my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my need. We are coming back to talk about that as we look at who is a Prophetitus. Verse 26 now says he was longing for you all and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick almost unto death. But God had mercy on me, on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore, I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again, you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in esteem. Are you saying? Hold such men in esteem, verse 30, because for the work of Christ, he came close to death, not regarding his life, to supply what was lacking in your service toward me. So we see this is Brother Paul himself giving a, a writing, what do you call it now? A reference letter about Brother Epaphroditus. He was unknown, unheralded, but he's a brother that we have one thing or another to learn from. And I'm praying that as we consider his life indeed, we will learn from his life. So, in verse 25 of this Philippians chapter 2, Brother Paul said, Epaphroditus is first his brother, a brother in Christ, a brother indeed, a brother in need. Then he said he was a fellow worker, so he was a co-laborer in God's vineyard, in God's work, in God's labor on earth. He was a brother that poured himself into the work of the kingdom. And then Paul said he was a fellow soldier. So he wasn't a civilian. He was a man armed for kingdom battle. And then Paul said he was a messenger. He was the messenger of the church in Philippians. So when there was a need to send relief or to send help to Brother Paul while in prison in Rome, Brother Epaphroditus was the messenger of the church in Philippi to Brother Paul in Rome. And then he said he was also a minister. He said he ministered to my need. So are you seeing? So Brother, Brother Epaphroditus was a man who ministered to the need of a fellow brother. And we are told that he was longing for his brethren in Philippi because he has, they have heard that Epaphroditus was sick and the sickness was actually a near-death sickness. Such is the life of Brother Epaphroditus. And if you look at what Brother Paul was saying about him, he said, look, he's a brother to emulate. He's a brother to imitate. Why? He says this type of brother was sick unto death because he risked his life for the sake of God's kingdom. I wish heaven can write a testimony like this about your life, about my life. He was sick almost unto death and he was sick because he was minding the things of God. Verse 30 says, because for the work of Christ, he came close to death. I don't know what that could have been. Maybe it was while ministering to the need of Brother Paul when he was in prison. I don't know whatever may have happened. But one thing that I know was that Brother Epaphroditus was sick 
and it is a closed dead sickness. Yet God saved him. The life of Brother Epaphroditus is written down for your emulation, for my emulation. A brother who was a brother indeed, a soldier of the cross, a messenger to the church, a humble brother, a brother that was willing to risk his life for the sake of the kingdom. You know, it's like what was written on this epitaph is this Philippians chapter 2 verse 25 that Epaphroditus, a brother, a fellow worker, a fellow soldier, a messenger, a minister. What would be said about your life? What would you be remembered for? Sometimes we are keen to be known, to be famous, yet irrelevant in the sight of God and the plan of God. Epaphroditus was unknown, unheralded, yet in the pages of the book of Philippians, Paul acknowledged him. Paul introduced him to you and to me that this is a brother we can imitate. I'm praying that the Lord will make your life a life that others will be able to imitate to his glory. Amen. podcast to the series Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate. I love studying biblical characters. And this dear brother who is seemingly silent in the Bible yet his life speaks again and again to as many that go through the Bible. Yesterday we looked at who he is or who he was and we saw he was a soldier of Christ, a dear messenger of the church in Philippi. He was a minister he was a dear brother. He was a brother that is worthy of our emulation. In case you missed yesterday's episode, do go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and there you will find this particular series. If you scroll down on our homepage, actually downward on our recent podcast, it should be there. If you click on that, it should take you to this particular series of podcasts. So today, we want to move on and look at the role of Epaphroditus in the Philippian church. His role in the midst of the church in Philippi. So let us go and read Philippians chapter 2, verse 25, and we'll take other verses in Philippians also. I'm going to read this from a few translations, verse 25 of Philippians 2. The New King James says, Yet I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my need. The Philippians, the NIV says, But I think it is necessary to send back to you Epaphroditus, my brother, co-worker and fellow soldier who is also your messenger whom you sent to care for my needs. The good news says, I have thought it necessary to send to you our brother Epaphroditus who has worked and fought by my side and who has served as your messenger in helping me. Wow, for me that is deep. 
Abe by the life of a brother. He fought as a soldier by the side of Brother Paul. The Bible did not give us so much details about what he did while with Brother Paul in Rome. But one thing that we know is that he fought. Brother Paul called him his brother, a co-worker, a fellow soldier. And I love how NIV ends up verse 25 says, Whom you sent to take care of my needs. So brother Epaphroditus was a brother who was willing to go and be a carer to brother Paul while in prison. When they put things together to send to brother Paul and they were thinking, oh, who do we send? Epaphroditus says, here am I, send me. I will go. It was a risky journey. Yes, this brother is imprisoned for the gospel. And here is another brother saying, I will go and check in. Maybe if it's you and I, we could have thought, oh, what if I'm roped in? You know, sometimes you hear of what is happening in persecuted nations, places where there are persecuted Christians, places like Asia, Islamic nations, things like that, and even some African countries, some European countries, you hear what Christians are going through. And maybe somebody then invites you, come and spend time with us, come. And the first thing you thought of, in that country that has high risk of persecution. No, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to visit there. But for brother Epaphroditus, he took the risk to go and care for the need of his brother. To go and be a representative of the church in Philippi. What a brother to emulate. Verse 18. Paul said in Philippians chapter 4 verse 18, I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gift you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. That's from the NIV. So are you saying, Brother Paul said, you sent Brother Epaphroditus to me? And I have received of him your abounding blessing. So Epaphroditus was to the church in Philippi, a trustworthy brother. He was a brother you will give money into his hands and will indeed deliver the money safely. He's not the type of brother that if you give him money, your mind is on rest. No. It's not the type of brother like some ushers. So financial secretaries in our churches who uses church money for their own personal being. Epaphroditus was not a man like that. He was a man that was faithful to church finance. He was a man that didn't run away with the money contributed into his hands to take to Brother Paul. Brother Paul said, I received full payment. He could have gone there and never mentioned that he was given money to take to brother Paul. But I'm seeing a brother whom God had actually delivered from the love of money. Brother Paul said in his epistle to Timothy, I think that's 1 Timothy chapter 6, that the love of money is the root of all evil. So for brother Epaphroditus, God has delivered him from the love of money. So he was able to represent the church in Philippi to brother Paul as he carried cash travel down to brother Paul in Rome and he delivered exactly what was given unto him. 
verse 21 of Philippians chapter 2 now says, For everyone looks out for their own interest, not to the those, not those of Jesus Christ. As I'm closing this series, this is it. This is a problem in the church. Everyone looks out for their own interest. We may say we are serving God. We may say we are workers in church. But we are seeking our own interest. The good news says everyone else is concerned only with their own affairs, not with the cause of Jesus Christ. But brother Epaphroditus was never like that. He was a brother concerned with the affliction of a fellow brother in the body of Christ. We have many churches, many people in church. We see the needy. We see the hopeless. We see the helpless in our congregation. But the heart to help them is not in our heart. We are all concerned about our own thing, about our own life, about our own affairs. We have families who can't send their children to school for one reason or the other. There are people in developed nations whose children can't go to school for financial reasons. And yet, in their congregations are people who are feeding sumptuously. They are dressing elegantly and not minding the need of the needy amongst them. But for brother Epaphroditus, no. He was concerned about the state of brother Paul and he was willing to take the relief that was put together for brother Paul to take down to brother Paul while in prison in Rome. His role in the Philippian church is commendable. He was a trustworthy brother. He was a reliable brother. He was a representative of the church in Philippi, even to brother Paul while in prison in Rome. Again, what would be said about you? What testimony would your life give? It is my prayer that the life of brother Epaphroditus will be a challenge to you as it has been to me. Amen. Thank you so much for still joining me on this particular series of Women in Revival podcast. We have been considering the life of Brother Epaphroditus, and this series is tagged Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate, a brother to imitate. And yesterday we looked at the role of Brother Epaphroditus in the midst of the Philippian church. We saw he represented the Philippians church to Brother Paul, he traveled miles to take the relief that the church put together for Brother Paul while in Rome's prison. If you missed yesterday's episode, go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and if they're sending it to contact us, go on our contact us page or send us a text message, a WhatsApp or a call to plus 447944398415. Alright, so today now we want to still continue to look at the life of this brother. And we consider a paphroditus a friend indeed. This is something that is missing in the church. A paphroditus was a friend indeed. You know, there is a saying that a friend in need is a friend indeed. Such 
was the brother Epaphroditus. So we shall consider again the scripture we read yesterday, Philippians chapter 2, verse 25. And again, please permit me to read it from the New King James. It says, Yet I considered it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my needs. I love that. The NIV rounded that verse 25 up by saying, Who is also your messenger, whom you sent to take care of my needs? I don't know how you say The good news says, Has served as your messenger in helping me. So, brother Epaphroditus was a brother when brother Paul was in need. He stood for brother Paul as a brother. It is in time of need, in time of trouble, that you really know who true friends are. And brother Epaphroditus stood as a friend indeed, as a friend in need to brother Paul. He was willing to risk his life. He was willing to take out of his time and travel down to Rome to go and see brother Paul. He was willing to sacrifice whatsoever needs to be sacrificed for brother Paul. So he was the messenger of the church in Philippi unto brother Paul. He went, he was sent to go and take care of brother Paul's needs. And he did. He became unto brother Paul a companion, a fellow worker, a confidant, a dear brother that took care of our dear brother Paul while he was in prison. And I'm praying that such will be your testimony and mine. That we will be brothers indeed, sisters indeed. You know, we will look at the need of those in our church and we'll be sensitive to meet their needs. We we'll look at people who are probably not around the church regularly and we we'll reach out to them to say, Hello, sister, how are you doing? What is happening with you? I haven't seen you in ages. Brother Epaphroditus was willing to be such a brother to Brother Paul, even when it meant traveling miles, risking his time, wasting his time, you will say, sacrificing whatsoever needs to be sacrificed in order for him to reach out to Brother Paul. There are many saints of God who are in discouraging mood. They are in discouraging mood, discouraging states because they lack the encouragement, the care of fellow brothers or fellow sisters in the church. And I'm praying that the Lord will cause you to be sensitive to the need of those in your church, to the needs of those who are ministering in your church, to the needs of your pastors. Sometimes we think pastors don't have needs. They do. Our leaders in the faith are humans like us. So they have their own needs also. They have financial needs. They have marital needs. Some of them are believing and trusting God for the salvation of their children, of their loved ones. And you and I take our trouble to them. You and I complain even about their children that are not following God. But you could have ministered to some of their children that are not following the Lord. You could have befriended your pastor's children. You could have been praying for his children, for his wife, for his for their family member. Such was what we can imitate from the life of Brother Epaphroditus. 
I will close this episode as I read from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24. I'm reading from the New King James. And it says, A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who stays closer than a brother. Obviously, this friend that stays closer than a brother is ultimately our Lord Jesus. But Christ in me, Christ in you, ought to be a brother that sticks closer to a dear brother, to a dear sister in need. And the first bit says, a man who has friends must himself be friendly. So brother Epaphroditus was a reliable friend. He was friendly. He was a brother to depend upon. The NIV says, one who has some reliable friends soon comes to ruin. Brother Epaphroditus was not an unreliable friend. He was reliable. He was a loyal friend. He was an honest friend. He was a friend indeed. He was a friend in need. It is my prayer that the Lord will help us to see the need to be a friend indeed, to be a friend in need to that woman in your local church, to that woman in your fellowship whose marriage is going through trouble, who is going through a lot with her children, who is having financial difficulty, or who is going through one thing or another in this season of her life. May we not be gossipers of our sister's miseries, rather, May we be ministers to the need of our fellow sisters in their time of trouble, so that everyone can write concerning you. Deborah is a friend indeed, is a friend indeed to those in our local church, to those in our fellowship. Thank you so so much for joining me to the end of this short series Epaphroditus, a brother to emulate and I'm praying that whatsoever you have gleaned from the life of Epaphroditus will take you back to the word of God to study more, to expand, to fully understand more. I'm praying that um, whatever the Lord ensure you for that you will live by it and that whatsoever you have also gained from this podcast you will live by it as we bring this particular series to a close today i will be talking on epaphroditus entrusted with an epistle such is the brother epaphroditus unheralded unknown a quiet brother yesterday we saw that he was a friend in need and just in case you missed yesterday's episode or any of this particular series, do go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and if there's any need to contact us, our contact us page are unnecessary information that you might need. So, Epaphroditus, a brother entrusted with an episode. That's a rare privilege. He was entrusted with what you and I cause the book of Philippians today. It was brother Epaphroditus that took that scroll, that took that writing of brother Paul to the brethren in Philippi. 
you know, it reminds me of John the Beloved that Christ committed some letters also onto his hands while in the Isle of Patmos. So here we are saying, Brother Paul also putting into the hands of Epaphroditus messages that will bless you, that will bless me today. Scriptures that you and I can go back and look at. So let's quickly read a few scriptures as we consider Brother Epaphroditus who was entrusted with an epistle. And I believe God wants to entrust you also with his epistles. The Bible from Genesis to Revelation. He wants to send you to many in his word. That is why you can't keep this podcast just to yourself alone. And that is why you must labor to make sure every other person have direct access to the Bible. So let us read FM Philippians chapter 2 that we have been reading, verse 25. And it says, let me read it from the good news. I have thought it necessary to send to you our brother Epaphroditus, who has walked and fought by my side, who has served as your messenger in helping me. So I am just reading this for you to see that brother Paul was sending Epaphroditus back to the brethren in Philippi, and he was sending him back with this writing that you and I call Philippians today. He collected that message. He collected that scroll from the hand of Brother Paul to the church in Philippi. Remember when he was leaving Philippi, he collected money to take to Brother Paul. And in going back, he collected message. He collected the deep word of God from Brother Paul to take them to the church in Philippi. That is the type of sister I want to be. A woman that God can commit eternal things into her hands. A woman that can carry the word of God and herald it to the young and to the old. Such is the brother Epaphroditus. So I'm praying that you and I will be women who will imitate the life of brother Epaphroditus. Now, Proverbs 20 verse 6 also says, Most men will proclaim his goodness, but who can find a faithful man? The NIV says, Many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find. The good news says, Everyone talks about how loyal and faithful he is, but just try to find someone who really is. As if he's saying, it's difficult to find a loyal brother, to find a loyal sister a faithful sister who can care for the needs of others whom you can commit eternal things into their hands and they will not touch the glory and they will not mess up what God has committed into their hands. Many women, many sisters, many wives, many single sisters proclaim their own goodness, proclaim their own unfailing love, but when heaven opened their record, and I'm praying that God will find you and I faithful. As Brother Epaphroditus was found faithful to take the financial contribution of the church in Philippi to Brother Paul in prison and also to collect from the hands of Brother Paul the book of Philippians to the church in Philippi. 
second timothy 2 2 is what i want to close this series with and it says and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also paul committed the letter to the philippian church into the hands of brother epaphroditus who faithfully who willingly delivered it to them and i dare say god seeks men and women whom he can commit his true word into their hands and they can faithfully teach they can faithfully carry they can faithfully transfer the word of god to other people to people of various nationality various background various walks of life and it is my prayer that god will find you commendable that god will find you faithful god will find you reliable to commit eternal things into your hands as brother epaphroditus was found faithful to carry the epistle to the to the philippians down to the church in philippi may the message of god not get lost may the purpose of god not remain undone because heaven can't find an epaphroditus in you heaven can't find loyalty honesty faithfulness in you i'm praying that whatsoever has robbed you of godliness maybe it is the love of money that you will see that it's a big problem and trust god for a change may our generation continue to find epaphroditus in the body of christ whom heaven will keep committing the epistles of the kingdom the mysteries of the kingdom into their hands and they like the disciples of old can give it out in pieces in all in basket in whatever form so that the word of god can go out though brother paul was in prison but the word of god was not imprisoned the word of god was able to go to the church in philippi though brother paul was physically in prison why he found an epaphroditus and i'm praying that you and i will indeed bring the freedom of god's word to as many the lord will be sending us to amen